Hello, everyone, and welcome to Dummies and D20s Presents Whispers of Ruin. I am Mysterious Butter GM, and these are my Shinobi. Oh. Hello. We have art. Hey. Yes. Hello, everyone. Look at your art. You're all, all so pretty. You're <laughs> so art. pretty. All this I'm art so is pretty. And traumatized. All of this art yeah, is done by uh, Erica, who is playing uh, Sakiko, and her links was included in the previous episode. So go commission stuff. Yes, please. please. She is please. very talented. <laughs> she needs money. <laughs> Don't we all? It's my only income. I, I need it. <laughs> Oh, well, everybody, we've had a bit of a little break to recoup, recoup after the harrowing end, but it's time to get into our story proper. Are you all ready? I am <laughs> very I'm ready. I'm still again. Yes, but no. <laughs> How did I, I roll I a four with a 13 again. modifier? You could have failed. I could have failed. I got very, very close to it. <laughs> All right, oh, here we go. I'm very excited as well. All right, so that being said, let's get into it, shall we? Eight years ago, we met a group of young shinobi in the village of Tanigakure during the festival of Tsukiyomi's wish in idealistic, happy, childhood as they were growing into adolescence uh, a festival of happy memories and then years later the village was attacked in force by a man who commanded black sand one who looked the part of the monk and a host of these tribes. A heavy death toll came that day. Kosku losing his brother, Ryota. Shion losing her beloved and fiance and growing child and Takemi Losing his love as well. It's been about a year or two since that day. A full eight years from the start, as you all kneel before the Tani Kage. Older now, but it gave you a mission to find the ones responsible. And bring them either to justice, dead or alive. Accepting your mission, your, accepting your mission. You all set out from that place. Gear gathered, prepared to leave the village, and enter the expanse beyond. An endless. Sea of trees, uncharted between villages, where the beast tribes roam to find your quarry. As the changing of seasons is upon you, the leaves 
drifting down around you. We're going to start first with you, Kaminari, as a leaf lands on your shoulder and you move to brush it off. How has he grown? So he's uh, kept kind of his slender frame, uh, but it's a little more defined. His hair, his hair, uh, not as straight as it was, kind of a little more wavy, but about the same length. He's wearing the usual uh, Jonin uh, outfit, the vest, the black pants, the long sleeves, but kind of pushed up to the elbows with a typical fingerless gloves with the metal plate on them. Kind of a more just like the proper outfit. And he's uh, looking a little uh, a little tired, kind of absent and like the kind of absent in the eyes, but always paying attention. And as he brushes his leaf off, it drifts. Mixing with the wind and the turning of the leaves from the vibrant green around the village toward more autumn colors. As one yellow drifts past you, Kosku, tell us, how has he changed? Kosku is uh, much colder. Um, he's doesn't speak much, doesn't see his friends as often as he used to. And when he does, he seems to be always distracted by something, um, and spends a lot of his time just training, getting better and working hard to prevent a tragedy like this happening again. And you can't help but glance back. You can see in the village, most of the damage uh, to structures has been fixed. You do still see the errant builder still repairing something. Uh, but the uh, from here, you all are more on the outskirts of the village, soon to head out. And looking back, you realize uh, the day itself is, it is that day once more. You can see the festival beginning to set up as you are about to leave in this morning. Um, you can already see from here a couple of uh, kids who look similar to y'all's ages meeting up and uh, talking about things that they want to do and it, it just feels so far away now you your eyes can help but linger on what looks like a uh, a older boy kind of grabbing another one around the neck I uh, uh, you know wrestling his knuckles into his head you see the younger brother kind of like uh Begrudgingly trying to get out of the uh, head hold, but laughing all the same. And it uh, draws a sigh from you. Maybe despite yourself, you visited 
his grave today where his sword rests still. Maybe he didn't say much, but you were there. As you reflect. Standing near you all. Also preparing herself for the journey ahead. Sakiko, how, how has she changed? For her, she... Even though she didn't lose a loved one, per se, um, she does remember how when the attack happened, she wanted to do everything that she could to help everyone. Um, but, you know, her, her father and her new partner, Isawa, um, they had held her back. Um, so she always feels like she could have done more, that she could do more. And probably with, like, not being able to join the others and becoming, like, a Jonin, it's just like, I couldn't be doing more. So, if anything, that just leaves her feeling, like, more determined, like, more willing to, like, do whatever she can to try her hardest. And as you reflect, standing in a group, slightly more in the shade, piece of straw in their mouth, Familiar figured all of you a friend. As to Kimmy, how has he changed? Uh, to Kimmy, while he was always soft-spoken and chose his words carefully and didn't talk much, has grown even more withdrawn. Um... Any sort of ninja attire he really once had has been replaced by loose-fitting robes. His hair, a mess. It looks like, since the incident, hasn't really done more than washed and cared for it in the most basic of ways. The life in Takemi's eyes is very distant, if you can see it there at all quiet and sullen anyone who did spot him around the village would have spotted him either heading towards Shion's heading towards the Kage's or averting his eyes and keeping his head down as he passed by the family residence of his ex-lovers And as you took a moment to close your eyes, the scenarios ever on repeat analyzed in your mind, the final leaf finds itself resting on the shoulder of near you all, but currently turned away 
in a deep meditation, a scythe resting before her as she owned. How has she changed? She has changed almost completely. Whereas when she was younger, she was bright and hopeful and had all these dreams for herself, for her life. She seems to just be a ghost these days. She doesn't really speak to anybody. She, um, her hair has gone black thanks to the, the monk. Um, she wears her face mask at all times. Nobody's seen her face in, well, almost nobody has seen her face in almost a year. The rare exceptions would be if anybody had come to her home while she was, like, eating or having tea or something. Um, but yeah, like, her, her eyes are dull. Um, and there is just this deep sadness that echoes off of her. And to see you all off, currently uh, standing there, uh, arms crossed, uh, someone you all met in more recent times, um, the partner of Sakiko, uh, Isao, dark, kind of shaggy hair, baton uh, at his side, and uh, a more of a smoky coloration to his uh, yukata at the moment. He looks like he wants to say something, but you he doesn't want to... Uh, it's probably not his place to say it um, or say much, um, but he's here to see you all off. You all do also see a newer friend um, that's uh, her clan is a newer addition to the village. Um, their unique uh, talent uh, to refine rock metals into more beautiful jewels as well as more uh, fortifications for the village. You see the village itself where it was more open before. Um, the outside of it is has more higher walls that didn't exist before. Um, it's the village itself seemingly still also recovering and more guarded than the past. But you all see uh, a more Mongol-esque clothing, um, a scarf of cream and red, uh, pardon, cream and, cream and orange over her head, um, orange irises, as well as a couple of jewels resting against her forehead. Uh, you all see Yusa uh, Konjiki. She heard about what your, your mission and is also here to see you off. There is also the old spy master, uh, old man Fushin. Um, arms in his sleeves. Uh, the Mamoru Shoji, the spiritual leader. 
um, Sakiko's dad. And you all can see as well, the Lady Nomiru, also seeing you all off, um, as well as Takemi's father, uh, Yudai Nara, who is a more broad man, fading uh, black uh, salt and pepper hair kind of pulled into a bushy top knot, more bushy mustache and beard, his arms crossed, a couple of the little Naras also following him. Say, see there to the brother for a while. And for the Sarutobi, uh, there is Shuji, uh, who is the father of Kaminari, also older. For you, Kosku, you, since what happened to your brother, your mother has been, I think mutually, there's been a bit of distance between you two. Not that you didn't love each other, it's just the grief of it all. Did you tell her your, about your mission today? I'm gonna need you to repeat that. <laughs> Did you tell your mother about your mission today? Uh, nope. Definitely not. Okay, then there is uh, no one here for you. But is a slightly somber moment. Isao does eventually break the silence. Uh, Hey, everybody, uh, be careful out there, yeah. Um, and I know what you gotta do is, uh, uh, tough and all, um, but, you know, come back, yeah? Sakiko kind of looks, like, a little disappointed. Like, she's, she's, she's not, like, you know... Being like, oh, can't you come? You know? <laughs> but, you know, she's not trying to be, like, whiny about anything. She's just, like, you know, obviously, like, really? He can't come? That's, like, in her body language. Uh, you see him kind of... You can read your body language as he kind of rubs the back of his neck a bit. <laughs> I, uh... They're putting, uh... In case you all need anything, uh, Yusa and I uh, can run some supplies out to you. Uh, they'll they give you guys a seal of communication just in case you need it. Um, but uh, we're not permitted to go with you. This is uh, and he struggling to find the words, but you see Yusa speak next as she's. We know it's important for all of you to do so. Um, just be safe. Best you can. Takemi pushes himself off the tree he was leaning against and just sort of nods to Yusa and turns and looks at his family ruffles the hair on his now youngest sibling's head his younger brother that he had wished for so many years ago and turns his back to the group and begins to walk out of the village. Your father calls after you to to give me. He pauses. Remember, sharp mind. All right. He begins walking again and just puts a hand up and continues to walk. Shuji, uh, for you head off as well. Kaminari puts his hand on your shoulder. You're looking him in the eye now. You're tall enough. 
I know you will make us proud, Aminori. Be safe. Be decisive. All right. Just gives him a look and nods and... It, it, the village needs him to go, so he's doing the mission, but you can tell that there's kind of like the personal drive just to find this guy. So maybe he smiles he at you. It looks more like Kaunar is like more going to enjoy this. He gives you a knowing look. Your mother sends her love as well. Just gives him a nod and follows after Takemi. Amoru, uh, he gives you a hug, Sakiko. I know that this is, um, perhaps not how you wanted to have such an important mission. And I know you would prefer Isao with you, but you um, look after them, Sakiko. They will need your heart. I'll do my best, Dad. I know. And he kissed your forehead. Ah! <laughs> but yeah, she... She won't hesitate to give him a big hug. Yeah, it, he, it's a, definitely a hug of... Uh, a, a slight fear of parting, only because he's protected you so long. Mm -hmm. um, but you're a woman full-grown, now you can make your own decisions. And... He knows it's important for you too. Ultimately, he does. He does let you go, and uh, Isao does walk up. And for what it's worth, I wish I could go with you. Um, but hey, if you need me, you guys, I have those messaging seals. So yeah, I mean, I know this is something that has to be done, and I wish you could go with me. But I know they could really use you here too. Yeah. To which, uh, with your passive, you notice Yusa kind of looking after Takemi, um, slightly worried. Uh, but she doesn't shake him or anything. It's just a, a glance you notice. She makes what kind of glance? Yusa watching Takemi go. That's all. But, um, you... He gives you a big hug as well. He does steal a kiss as he's... Mm -hmm. Go get him. I'll make up for the both of us. You head out? Mm-hmm. Uh, Kosuku, do you just follow after? Or Lucy? Yeah, um, Kosuku just doesn't say anything to anyone and keeps it just a somber sort of walk out following everyone. Um, as you go, you do see, uh, heading past you for a moment, old man Fushin. And it's uh, kind of walking past you toward Chion, but he does pause and he just said a, a, a gesture of the hand on the shoulder, a slight squeeze. Words aren't needed. He knows what this means to you. And then let you go. And then he does kneel next to you, Chion. It's time. Her eyes slowly open about halfway in a heavy glance. Yes, finally. Remember all that I taught you. You are my... the heir to all that I am, Xion. 
I want you to know that. She doesn't quite fully look at him, but she will um, move her hand over on top of his and gives it a squeeze. I know. Remember the old way. Okay? If you need it. Thank you for teaching me. Of course. He, uh, he stands, offers to help her up. Um, she starts to stand up, but lets him assist her and leave, lets her hand linger on his for just a moment. And she starts to walk away and stops, not turning around. I love you, grandfather. Stay safe. And then continues walking. You don't see his eyes water slightly as he gives a gentle smile and speaks back to you as you're already gone. And I love you too, granddaughter. As the those who came to see you off watch your backs as you head deeper out of the lands of Tanigakure. Tanikage watching from his perch. Hands behind his back, heart heavy. Lady Nomiru standing with the others. Protect them. Lord Tsukiyomi. Please. Not that final prayer. You depart your home for your mission. And about 10 minutes into your walk, 15 or so actually, you realize you're being followed. Very familiar footsteps as we see a young woman trailing her friends. Not allowed on this mission yet going anyway as how has Gigi changed? Gigi almost in rebellion has started taking after her mother more. Her, her hair, ash blonde, her skin even darker like her mother's. Um, she's grown a bit, still short, but she is a woman now. Still with long billowing sleeves, but cropped, her midriff exposed. Um, and on the leg pouch of her shorts is a small tanuki keychain that her mother gave her before leaving. She's just gonna think she's stealthier than she probably is following the group. Still too close to the city to say anything. How long do you all allow her to follow you? How long does it take us to notice? Shion fully knows she's there but doesn't say anything. I'll say you guys are about We'll say a full 30 minutes out. At this point, you're far enough away from the village. And you know there's more than just five footsteps <laughs> in the undergrowth here. And I... Can I just, like, vanish and appear behind Gigi? Yeah. And as I do, I'm just like, so how long do you plan on following us? The whole way. Well, you can join the group. We've missed you, you know. 
she just kind of she turns around and like looks at you and like looks like she's going to start crying and just hugs you and Kosuku just like doesn't quite like look her in the eye he's definitely trying to avoid eye contact um but he still hugs her back and pats her on the back and it's like come on let's go then let's catch up with the group I think once Takami sees Kosuku vanish he's very aware of what's happening and he just stops walking and waits for them to catch back up same we'll kind of look at <clears throat> Shion and just do you think it's a good idea for us to have the Kage's daughter with us you really think we could tell her not to come? I mean, in terms of rank and file, no, but it does seem like a little more of an added weight. No. I mean, she's gonna do what she wants to do. Might as well protect her, right? Yeah, as she's always done. Besides, you think two years locked up in that mansion, she hasn't learned anything? Well... She was talented when we were younger. She was able to run through mud without an issue. I guess we'll see. Hey, Gigi. Sakiko. You know what's dangerous, right? And she'll just kind of... This smile will, like, leave quickly, but then she'll, like, look back up and be like, I can, I can take care of myself. I, I've learned a lot those last few years well then let's try and protect each other okay okay <laughs> hearing this Kosuku full on looks like he's about to start sobbing um but like just keeps on walking past everyone to towards the front of the group no one can see me cry if I'm in the lead <laughs> It's a good day for rain. It's a good day for rain. Don't you even. <laughs> he, can't, he can't outrun his tears. Haha. <laughs> Just one more thing on the list he can't outrun. Oh, oh shit. Oh, oh why? <laughs> We're keeping a list now? <laughs> I was... The spreadsheet. <laughs> Before we go forward... Before we go forward, I was fully tearing up hard. I was like, Ugh! "Oh yeah." <laughs> oh no, no, I yeah. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Literally, just... at one point, I was just like, "Wait, why am I crying?" <laughs> <laughs> Where are these tears coming from? <laughs> I was like, "Why? Why am I? Why am I sad right now?" Just the. It's just see you later, moving. right? Right. It's just <laughs> the realistic, just. You know, this is a dangerous mission, and now we have to watch the Kage's daughter. <laughs> this just feels like it's... Here's the bonus objective. Or is she going to protect us? She's probably going to wreck everybody. <laughs> I'll be real, probably the latter. <laughs> I mean, hey, the more Puda fling, the better. True. Truer words. <sighs> what? Uh... As you all leave Tanigakure, you enter the Verdant Wilds, which are just the absolute expanse of forests that make up a lot of the world, mostly uncharted, 
um, trees uh, about as tall as mountains um, that you all are passing through and um, uh, a lot of shrubbery roots um, over and undergrowth as well as uh, multiple ponds and uh, brooks kind of cutting through the overgrowth here and a plethora of wildlife that is just alive alive around all of you. But as you're walking, um, Shion, if you would like to share the information you got from your grandfather, you may. Okay. Um, it's hard for her. Um, but, and it takes her a little while of walking to find her voice. It's been so quiet the last year or two. Um, walking near the back of the group, she stops. A moment, please. Hmm? There's, um, there's something I must tell you all. Sakita stops and gives her full attention. Osuku uh, stops as well and just turns around. Yep, he'll be listening Takumi. in too. Takami sighs and stops and leans up against the closest tree to him. Uh, it's only take a moment. I have been imparted to certain knowledge that other people might not have a way of gaining. She is staring intently at the ground, unable to look any of them in the face at the moment. We are after those who are quite elusive from our tracking. While I feel we might be able to find them with our own means, there is also another option. An answer found in the old ways. Osuku is just gonna kind of make his way closer to her and be like, if it means we can find the people who did this faster, then you should let us know right now. She looks up at Kosuku, and it is the first time in almost two years that she's looked him in the face. And there's something hard in her eyes. Then we seek out a single spider lily beneath the trees where no shade, uh, where no other foliage grows. And then we will find more. We follow those, but stay on their path. If we do this, we can trust nothing that we see or hear on this walk. Otherwise, our souls will be cursed to walk forever and become twisted. If we are successful, we will find the Tory Gate covered in the spider lilies. Stepping through is her domain. We don't know who she is, but she's a seer, a knower of all things. We must be polite 
and prepared to give something in exchange for the information she gives to us. Once the conversation has finished, we bow to her and back away, but never turn our backs to her and leave. It's dangerous, very dangerous, but it could lead us to our prey much faster. That's ominous. Just spoke belief to me. But I'm open to trying anything. There's a reason it's called the old ways. Most of this has been regarded as forbidden. Well then, I suppose we should start looking. Spider lilies in shade, was it? She nods. There will be one. And then there will be more. And they will lead us. Her eyes turn back down to the ground. Will we know where to start looking for the spider lilies? Beneath the shade beneath the shade of trees where there is no other grass or flowers or life. Do we know of any place like that? Make me... Let's see. I'll call it a history check. She's too distracted. Well, history or nature with her is higher, but yeah. Oh, or nature. Well, they're the same. Oh, yeah. They're the same. I got an 18! Someone liked those books, Gian. <laughs> I have nothing else to do for two years. <laughs> That's very the forbidden fair. section. <laughs> the beyond section of Bed Bath yeah. and Beyond. Fall <laughs> through space. For real, though. So my, just that's one of my favorite Family Guy jokes. Is just the Bed Bath and Beyond. Oh, there's coffee mugs. The DC here was 20. Oh. The bookworm got it. Damn. John, you... You know, you in your more... Getting older, you definitely had that rebellious streak. And so when someone told you something was forbidden, that just meant you had to get to it faster. <laughs> um, You did find scrolls kind of deep in uh, below uh the kage's uh manor there is a series of tunnels that does lead to like a secret library basically there you did read some interesting things but this one took you uh kind of took a lot of your attention it is the story of this seer um uh, no one knows who she is, but it's it's rumored that she is from one of the fallen civilizations of the past, um, and that her that she is forever bound to the spider lily. Um, 
which you know can mean a multitude of things, but death being a prominent one or a bad omen. Um, you know that these spider lilies, this particular one of trying to find this person, um, actually, you know what? That's a high roll too. You, you also know who pinned this scroll, and it, it is a uh, old man Fushin in his youth. Oh. You have to look for a tree that is that is mostly fallen and decayed, and beneath it will be the spider you're looking for. Then once you lay eyes on it, the path will begin. So all we have to do is find a dying tree. Shouldn't be hard in a forest. There's a lot of trees in a forest, though. So, if you all want to search for this tree, I need, firstly, a survival check, and then, if you meet that DC, an investigation. Jesus Christ. Survival, you said? Yep. This is going to be one of these sessions. Oh, buddy. Man, two in a row for you. Jesus. Damn, Josh. Josh. I'm glad she was following us or we would have been lost. (laughs) (laughs) I'm telling you. She's gonna Just save us. Seemed like we following you for the past her. 30 minutes. Why are they going south? We're supposed to go north. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like the you, just the conversation. It's like east. It's, I was just about to say that. It's, it's just the conversation. It's like she might save us, and it's like you got to do this thing. And it's just Gian's the only one figuring it out. <laughs> Gigi already carrying her weight. <laughs> um, Gigi, you. As you're all kind of walking together, um, Gigi kind of takes point a little bit, only because you're noticing, like, um, certain kind of uh, wildlife here. Like, not wildlife, but um, different kinds of, like, mushrooms and funguses. And you're like, we're looking for something dead. It has to be, like, you know, probably near where there would be stuff like this. And so, like, you're all kind of following Gigi's lead as Gigi kind of gets, like, not quite like like a bloodhound, but you see her, like, following, like, death, basically. Um, now, I need an investigation. Uh, if you all want, you can help Gigi and give her advantage. Yes. Please. <laughs> uh, it's... I'm going to roll on my own for that one. Okay. Yes, same. Uh, you know what, I got a plus five. Go for it. I hate this game. Oh, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. Oh. Have I not rolled higher than a 15? Or I rolled the first one as a 17. <laughs> How's it? Oh, thank you for the advantage, Alvin. I'm helping. <laughs> <laughs> I will say. Good oh my god. god. Guys, god I found damn. it. Damn. <laughs> oh, don't don't mind what Charlie. The fuck? Don't mind Here Charlie just like me. Plus 13. <laughs> that modifier. That proficiency, though. Look, if I have to steal something. It's all over for you, hoes. <laughs> Please. Damn. <Do> not. 
So I was like, you know, it's gonna be a fun DC. I'll like, I'll probably set it high at twenty five. I'll take like a, a couple, a while to get to it. Now, y'all just got it. Okay, cool. So, <laughs> so following Gigi's lead, uh, Shion, uh, uh, Gigi, um, kind of are almost like triangulating this point of where this book could possibly be to Kimmy. You know, shadows. As you're walking, you feel some distance away, almost like a a pulse of dark, of just like a feeling that connects to you as you kind of turn your head and you look through kind of the thicket and trees here and you kind of pass through a clearing and you see it first there is a fallen tree here but around it is that's almost like this circumference 40 feet around this fallen tree there is blackened earth and do you look under the tree yeah takamio break away from the group and just start heading in that direction okay you all follow him he seems like he got he's moving quick uh, mm-hmm. yeah the kemi has a clue you all arrive to it this that lack of a better term dead clearing and you see the tree and the tree itself, it's not completely fallen over. Like it's it's almost like a willow it's almost like a willow in the fact that it's like hunched. But you can see it's definitely like almost like petrified wood. But right at the base of it, you see a single spider lily. Then you notice movement above you. You stop for a second. Something leaves shake eyes are on you my immediate instinct is to try and chase after it you go up yes no. alright how far up can you teleport uh I can technically teleport within my movement speed so 60 feet wait didn't she say not to Believe yeah. the things you see are here. That's already. You shoot up. Fast. How fast does Kosko react? Pretty. If you're trying to catch him before he acts, uh, I call this. Uh, I call this a. Uh, what can make me dex checks? Oh no! He's going to beat you. <laughs> <laughs> can I help? You can roll too. Straight dex. Straight dex. The only way to stop Kosako is to pray to the dice gods. That's pretty good. I got 22. That's pretty good. Oh, Oh, thank God. Let's go. I imagine he like. Go to move and everyone just grabs onto it. Yeah, I imagine Kosako like tries to jump in. Like, you know, the Kemi just like dog pile on him. It's like a a three person lock of just like you 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 feel the shift before it happens as the three of you 
uh, Sakiko, Shion, and Takemi, both like all of you spin, grab him by his shoulder, and push him back down to the ground before he even moves. Slow down, Eager Beaver. Said, don't stray from the path and don't trust what you see or hear. Hmm. Kosuku just kind of grunts as he's like on the ground under the three of them. Fine. You want your <sighs> as much as I do. Kosuku, like, like passive, by the way. Passive perception? Yeah. Uh, 15. 16. 16. 17. 15. Okay. Uh, Gigi, you catch it. God, Gigi. <laughs> Gigi, you're so good. <laughs> I'm so proud of her. I cannot fight, but give me something book smart, and I got you. It'll be important. Um, Gigi, you catch. Um, above your friends, uh, above all of you, a bit a bit further back in the trees, um, you see, I'll say about 70 feet up, you can see what looks like the talons of a large bird that's digging into the trees. But you follow the talons up and you see almost like a, a ornate robe or kimono or something of a more a fanciful design. And it's shaded by trees, but you can swear you see more human-like eyes watching you. Shion, did your grandfather say what the seer looked like? No, only that she was beyond the gate. Make me an intelligence check, Gigi. An intelligence check? Yes. Uh, saving throws. That's just... Uh, straight intel roll? Yep, straight, uh, straight roll. Intelligence. Thirteen. Thirteen. You, you're pretty book smart, and you haven't really left the village before, but you have heard, and I mean, even when they attack the village, you, you know about beastmen. This might be one of them. Oh, beastmen is a literal term. Okay. <laughs> you would know. Sorry, I'll give you a little more information. Um, you would know that beastmen are said to have, you know, they were the um, mortals and that aligned themselves with the three great evils. Um, and that was said to have twisted them into uh, more bestial forms. Um, and they've warred with your people ever since. Um, <laughs> the ones that attacked the village were more, you know, boar-like and rat-like. Um, this one is new to you. You haven't heard about a bird-like one before. I would ask, you guys ever heard of a, a bird beast clan? That sounds familiar to Sakiko, right? It does. So I think there's one above us right now. Does she remember what Yuzawa told her? 
the bird uh the the bird ones like they're like hawks and other predatory predatory birds um they are they're watchers they are less violent than say the boar rat brethren um they tend to be more to themselves um um, from his description of of them they are very uh prideful um prone to kind of look down on those who can't fly <laughs> um and like have a, a nobility structure in their society which he found weird because you know he didn't know that they could do that but um yeah the birds are uh, a little different than the land walking ones and what did he call them uh uh well the normal names for like bird people <laughs> well i mean it's not a little racist we can say like that which is probably the point but <laughs> uh the typical names for them are beastmen beast tribes that kind of thing um he uh he didn't give them a particular name he kind of just called it a uh, he called it a bird um but you know what he was referring to mm. um i don't know what they're called officially but there's beast tribes that are more like birds that might be one of them possibly I thought some might be an illusion from the flower can we tell if it's an illusion make an illusion check oh Oh my god that's a thing (laughs) (laughs) can I help somebody instead Sure. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> help me out. Yeah, I'll, <laughs> I'll help as well. Uh, question for you. Yes. Uh, would that be a straight roll for me? Or would I have advantage given how often I probably interacted with illusions? Oh, that is a good point. You have advantage. Now I know I will help on the next one. <laughs> Susceptible to illusions. So fifteen. Okay. Um, Sakiko and Takemi, you all very subtly are kind of like glancing in the direction of these eyes that are kind of staring at you. You know <laughs> illusions pretty well. Um, there's always something that's out of place. Something that's like a almost like a something that can be pulled to break it um this feels real um you are aware that well the rodent wilds are pretty uncharted um even though you are relatively closer to tanigakure um maybe they went unnoticed um and you all notice landing nearby um also above another a pair of eyes kind of looking down at you and another another about four now did you say if they're a more confrontational one or or no just more observant more observant then knowing that um i will suggest that we just keep going and not get distracted by them Right. <clears throat> Good path. Mm. 
will look around for the next batch of spider lilies. Kosugu's gonna, like, keep a hand on his sword, but, like, not do anything too rash yet. Okay. Watching you, boy. And, uh, Kaminari is gonna kind of keep an eye on him, because... If we're being watched, then we're being followed. <clears throat> all right. You all cross the, thres- the threshold of kind of walking closer to this tree. You get the spider in your sights. And you look around for a second. And then right behind you, you see a, almost like a bush of them just... Almost like it's always been there. And then beyond that, you see, back the way you came, a trail of them. Deeper into the woods that get darker. Has the forest always been like this? He's on to say to the group. Like what? Weird. It's not home. That's for sure. Takumi is going to start walking towards the spider lilies. Same. Kaminari is going to think, if the forest has been like this, then how did they navigate it to the village so easily? And then he's just going to follow the rest of them. Kosuku's going to just follow and just... He's clearly on edge. Like... Yeah. I got chakra like ready to go. So, <laughs> um, interestingly, interestingly enough, they were pointing out to you before, but as you guys head back, they're all gone. No sign of them. And then you continue to follow the spider lilies, and you leave this clearing, but the trees are somehow almost more oppressive they the the path itself is more narrow and before we all can kind of walk side by side now you have to follow behind each other because it it almost like it closes into about the trees themselves make this five foot thick wall is there any way i could scout ahead of the party not like too far but definitely just like trying to since it it narrows um i'm assuming the path is like fairly obvious right now yeah um i'd like to just sort of scout ahead sort of just like use my you know faster movement just sort of go forward see if there's either more spider lilies or if there's this gate that was talked about earlier all right you head forward, and again, the, the path definitely has narrowed, and you you all watch him walk, not even that far ahead of you, maybe 10 feet or so, um, and it was, an, it was an odd flash of a moment. Um, you, uh, you could have swore you saw Nagisa, but that's not true, possible. 
uh, he's gonna turn around real quick and just be like, "Did anybody see that?" See what? Mm. And did... just repeats again. Snuff. <clears throat> Kosuga's just gonna sigh and just keep down the path. All right, you you all keep down the path, and with your passives, you notice. As you're walking, it's subtle. You see between the trees, not quite next to all of you, but further back, you see just a shadow, a shape, someone standing there, then another, and then the other side as well. And you hear the sound of more footsteps in the woods, keeping pace. Uh, Takami will do his best to both count and keep track of every other set of footsteps aside from our own. It's easy for you, Takami. You're you're focused forward and you count. That's uh, two sets and then four, eight, twelve, twenty, Forty. You all, and for all of you, it sounds like a crowd silently is following. Nari's just gonna look at the group and eyes up. And just kind of keep his back to them as he's watching uh, the area behind them. You look back? Yeah. I see wisdom save. Goes. So, wisdom save? Yes, sir. Can I assist with that? Because I was about to try to say I grab him as he goes to turn. I'll allow it. <laughs> Ooh, you. d20. Rolls don't fail me now. It's uh, 23. Thank that, man. Um, <laughs> as you go to, you feel, you're a you're, you're Toby, the warrior instinct in you to defend your friends. You kind of feel lightning and sparking between your knuckles as you go to spin your head backwards and you feel the kidney. How do you stop him? Uh, as he goes to turn, uh, Takami just keeping track of everything feels the shift in movement and he just reaches back and grabs the front of his shirt. Don't remember what Shion said. Eyes forward. Don't turn your back. And he'll let go. You know, just kind of take a moment to collect himself and keep his focus straight. Mostly on uh, the back of Takemi's, like, shirt. You all continue forward. The footsteps aren't, like, thunderous or anything like that. They're faint, but they're there. Kaminari... You feel very faintly something almost like a finger tracing your jawline, but you don't see anything. He's just going to try to keep focus on the group in front of him, but try really hard not to look. 
And so I'm gonna move a hand to his uh his Tonto and then take a step forward to keep up with the group. You go to move your hand to your Tonto as you were taught, and you feel almost like a hand intertwined with yours, almost lovingly, and then you you kind of snap your hand out of it and it's gone. Trying to keep himself composed as he follows. You hear at your back, right next to your ear. There's a flinch. You stay. It's like a flinch from the voice, and it's gonna keep walking in. You're not real. Does Takami hear him say that? Yeah, he says it. Takami will pause in front of him and sort of push Kaminari in front of him and take the back of the group. You push him in front of the group, and it's for a, almost like a flash of a moment. You move him ahead of you, and almost like somebody was turning around him, you see from the shadow between his neck and hair, you see an eye look at you, and then you blink and it's gone. Document doesn't say anything about it, and just keeps trying to push the group forward. Oh, these dice really hate Kaminari. <laughs> Why do that? Uh... <laughs> He's handsome. God damn it. A jawline. A jawline. Uh... You did this. Kaminari. Actually, all of you see this. As you're all logging, there is a seventh member of your party. You see someone dressed in a simple whitish kimono. You see the gashes in it. You see the head covered by some kind of veil. And a head and a their head is leaning against Carminari's shoulder as they are hugging his arm. They say nothing, they're just keeping pace with all of you. It's just an illusion. It's just an illusion. It's just an illusion. Kosugu's gonna, like, reach out and, like, try to push this person away. Okay. You go to push them. Kosugu, give me a Christmas save. Real good at these. <laughs> We're just trying to take a walk with ghosts. It's no problem. Ten. I'm so good at these. Kosku, you... You are the fastest of your troop here. You spin, and meeting you face to face, you see this white veil. You feel hands on the side of your face. As you feel something touch your chest, and you feel cold. As this, you all see this figure grab the top of Kosku's head and his lower jaw and 
rush into his mouth. God damn it, I didn't think we'd be dealing with possessions today. Nikoski, <laughs> <laughs> stop moving. You. It's a cacophony of whispers in your head. Uh, you. You. Feeling your vision going in and out. You hear in your mind a. a and you all hear around him. Give me another Christmas save. Oh man, I love Alvin's live tweeting in the Discord. Fucking Christ. Saying what we're all thinking. Kosku, I want you to attack Kaminari. God damn it. Oh, Stop God, interacting with ghosts! Alright, when he goes to attack me, I mean, Kaminar is kind of on edge already. Uh, reaction for the uh, reactive ninjutsu. I'm gonna hit myself with my new B rank uh, strike armor. So, currently I have a plus two to my AC, 20 more movement, 20 more feet of movement, and some extra stuff. I just wanted that AC bonus. I don't think it helps, buddy. It does not. That's, that's 26. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fuck me, I guess. Um, hold on. Uh, I'm going to do one of my reactions. Are you going to do Gwen things? Um, yes, I am going to do Gwen things. I am going to uh, reaction ice dome of nothingness. What's that do? That's a thing. <laughs> Those are words. Uh, you quickly materialize a dome of ice, protecting yourself and creatures within five feet of you. Which, if we're all kind of squished together on this path, he would be. Um, the do the dome of ice intercepts all attacks until the start of your next turn, absorbing the damage until it shatters. Any excess damage is transferred to you. The dome has an AC equal to your ninjutsu save DC and 25 hit points. So it still hits, but it'll take the damage, not Kaminari. Okay. Um, right, well, Kosku, roll your damage. As you all see, Kosku, after those whispers, you see him suddenly stand up straight, rigid, as his hand is, you see the fingers almost like contorting and twisting as he grabs his katana, unsheaths it, and swings wildly at uh, uh, Kaminari as Shion, you react as you ice sh sh surges up and uh, surrounds all of you as the uh, katana sinks into the ice but doesn't find that much purchase. Purchase. I like how these dice just have it out for me today. Question, Kev. Is there What's something that? or a tool in one of the books that would be like an exercising tag? I will say uh, Shion, your grandfather mm -hmm. did provide those for you. About five. Okay. 
uh, just a note as well for uh, strike armor. It's concentration, but I cannot lose concentration on it by damage. Nice. Okay. Then um, that was a reaction. Um, uh, bonus action. Try to lap one of those things on him. All right. You try to re- reach your hand. Your hand comes reaching out of the ice dome and slap the seal on. I need another um, save from Kosku. However, now add plus five to your roll. At advantage. And advantage? Yeah. These are good seals. Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> well. 21. Oh, the there reverse. Oh. <laughs> Kosku, how do you force this spirit out of your body? Um, I'd like to think that like Kosuku like just has a moment of like clarity, um, and essentially just like is vibrating in in like space, basically, and sort of just takes a step back to like get the spirit like out of him and basically like phase this ghost out of his body oh i like that okay yeah you all see the vibrations from uh Kosa's body as his chakra surges and he rushes managing to um i'll i'll say that you open the dome for him as he rushes in and all of you kind of huffing as the dome closes and outside you all see hands pressed against it this white-veiled figure. They're uh, at the ends of their fingertips, almost like these clawed appendages scraping against the ice, but they can't get in. Just gonna look at Shion. Did we mess up? Not Not entirely. Well, it seems like this thing's going to be in our way for right now. Don't interact. It'll leave eventually. And we can continue. She closes her eyes. Osuku's gonna be like... He's not gonna say anything, but he's gonna keep his head down. And um, just sort of like... Put a hand on... Like, Shion's shoulder from behind her. And let, like everybody basically guide him all right keeping the stone you can't afford it quakes a little under your touch that's a good oh my heart but yes so do you guys do you keep this dome up as you all continue forward yes if i can if i can move it it doesn't say if i can or can't so i'll say for this i'll allow because it's a cool visual (laughs) (laughs) Like, it, it doesn't say if I can, like, move it around or not. <laughs> I'm assuming because it's a dome, of, a dome of, like, ice and everything, it's probably stationary. It's probably stationary, but I'll say, Usually, like... Usually, yeah. I, I will say I have a similar jutsu, and it specifically says if they move, it shatters. So, if yours doesn't... Yeah, no, it doesn't say that, so I don't... I'll have a vision for this. So, basically, <laughs> as well... <laughs> Cause it's really cool in my head. I like cool. the idea of an ice dome. <laughs> Rule of cool. <laughs> Absolutely. 
So essentially, as you are... Actually, what's your Nunchou? Uh, Nunchou? Oh, let me look. Hold on. I have a high Nunchou. <laughs> uh, it's, a, it's a plus eight. Plus eight? I'll say to manipulate your Jutsu in this more creative way. Give me a uh, check out advantage because your Yugi is ice. Yeah. Okay. So a 17? Okay. Good enough. Thank goodness. <laughs> you all... As you all prepare to move, you see Shion trace her hand um, almost in a uh, in a circle as well. As you see the dome begin like it's beginning to shatter around you, but it catches. And you all see this, this blizzard beginning to roil around your group, protecting you. As you continue forward. And this... Whatever this creature is, is following behind, reaching its hand forward and then pulling it backward as the ice stings it. And you see around you as well now these different shadows beginning to move in as well from behind. You see this crowd of, no doubt, people that took this path and got lost, following after those who are attempting not to be a longing, a jealousy, a hatred burning in their vacant eyes as they're following after all of you. You continue. As? Swear to God, if it's a three. (laughs) (laughs) Right? I was hoping for it. If it was like, if it was three out of five, Five rolls just a hundred percent on me. I'm just like, you know what? I'm just gonna roll up a new character. This guy is cursed. <laughs> <laughs> he just take him. Just take it. I'm like, just take him. This character oh, feels cursed. I'm just gonna make a new character. <laughs> Sakiko. Mm-hmm. Of these things following all of you, you see one of them, a male, mouth agape looking at you in particular, the eye still holding him back. But you see the pale skin, the white hair, the red markings around the eyes. You recognize this person. Who? You don't know, but you recognize him somehow. I want you to give me a quick wisdom save. Oh god, is this, the, this is the SCP. You do not recognize the bodies in the forest. Shit. <laughs> Said wisdom save. Hmm? It's a plus one. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. Oh, Let's go. Let's go. God dang. <laughs> Everybody else can roll good, but not me. I'm seeing it like about to roll on a two, and I'm like, oh, please, I swear to God. <laughs> Sakiko really said not today, Satan. <laughs> Sakiko, at the back of your mind, you feel almost like a hand spreading out to try to grasp something within. And then instinctively, you all watch Sakiko, her leg flashes outward as she kicks this body further into the forest. <laughs> Hell yeah. It's just the counter is just, okay, so I guess they have some physicality to them. I don't know you! <laughs> That's my purse. I don't know you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's 
that's my katana. I don't know you. <laughs> but with that, you all continue this dead walk as you follow spider lilies and you come to the end as you see the shambling and everything stop all at once and all these figures just stand there making eyes watching all of you as you get further away and then they're gone yeah i love our homeland but fuck whatever this forest is Kosugu's just gonna be like very, very quiet so that basically only Shion can hear him. And he's like, sorry, guys. It's fine, you got out of it. She turns her head slightly towards him. It's not your fault. Just looking back. You okay, Gigi? I think, are we out of it? I like to think Gigi's eyes were just like, she was, you were like, she was grabbing them and like eyes closed, <laughs> not looking at anything. <laughs> Like, let me hold on to someone's, like, coat or something ahead of me, and I'll just shield my eyes. <laughs> this whole time I've just been clinging to a ghost, but didn't know. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, no. Yeah, Gigi's just gone, like. It's like when you go with somebody who you think is your mom at the mall. <laughs> no, you're not my dad. When you're in a haunted house and grab onto one of the actors by mistake. <laughs> I just thought uh... When Lily was like reaction, it's like, oh, she's gonna do some like dice stuff like when? And it's like, no, we're just gonna put an igloo over us. <laughs> igloo. So I was saying it's like getting some dice manipulation here. You're getting some Gwen shit. I wish. That'd be awesome. <laughs> Maybe at a higher level. <laughs> but yeah, look into uh Shion and Takemi. I think we're in the clear now from this. Got a bit of the heebie-jeebies. It certainly... I don't think we're anywhere near. I it certainly see it seems like it. Akimi is going to take a moment and look around for more spider lilies. And Kaminari's going to pose the question. Do you think it's like that going the opposite way, too? Well, if it is, we know what to do. But that would also probably mean that the beast tribes knew what to do. I don't... I don't believe I don't the whole think... forest is like this. I don't think, I think so. I think once... Those. I think once the gate disappears, all of the illusions disappear as well. We can hope so. I think it's only those that choose this path have to deal with this. Makes sense to me. I suppose that is the quote-unquote old ways of this place and looking around yes you do see more spider lilies all of them absolutely swarmed around a tory gate one more time if you would recite it for us she stares at the gate once we go through we must be polite, and we must be prepared to give her something in exchange for what she gives to us. When we're done, we bow to her, back away, always facing, and leave. Sounds like do a you plan. want to go through the gate? What do we have to offer? Guess that depends on what she wants. Oh, that's only fair. 
hands, food, clothes, ring. I don't think I have anything really valuable. I don't have anything of value either. Do you think she would accept a bone? We'll put a pin into that. Osuku's <laughs> gonna like audibly, like not audibly, like very like just physically just shiver a little. <laughs> like very unsettling. <laughs> Can't wait to see how you perfected that after eight years, but <laughs> Can I offer you a bone in these trying times? Um... Please do not. Yeah. Is this just, is this just coming out of you? <laughs> like, literally, I think she can just pull it out of her body. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, maybe she'll say what she wants? Maybe. If she is a seer and she knows all, she knows what we have. Another question. Do we all need to face her? I suppose not. Something goes wrong, it would be good to have all of us there, but... If something goes wrong... We can't risk everyone, either. If this is an entity, I don't think there'd be much to risk. If we anger them, it might just be a bad day for all of us. I believe mm -hmm. she knows who walked her path. It might be best if we all go in. Otherwise, it could be seen as rude. And I'd rather not lose separate- I'd rather not be separated from somebody if things do go wrong. Yeah, it'd be rude not to say hello. Well, ladies first. <laughs> uh, she, uh, Shion's already walking ahead, I think. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> Gigi will turn around to give you a little bit of a dirty look, but. <laughs> shakes his head at Kaminari and follows after the ladies. Kosuke doesn't say a single thing, but follows Shion very closely. Just like, ladies first is like, I sure will, scaredy cat. Get, get your ass. Not a lot of levity here as he follows them. In. Okay, and as you all step into the Tory gate, let's take a break. Who do, you, uh, who, do you th who do you think the audience is going to ship? By the way, we have three guys, three girls. So, no. <laughs> Look, anybody's so, game, man. I got so Has a partner already. <laughs> That's fair. Who? Sakiko. Oh, Smokey Boy. Yeah, yeah but Kaminari has a partner too. She's just back in the forest. <laughs> <laughs> Go get her, Tiger. The current status of Kamnari and Yuki is dubious. I will figure it out when Kevin figures it out. <laughs> you all step through the tour gate and the into what looks like a field of spire lilies. Above you, the sky is now dark. There are different trees here swaying in this cold breeze and the moon 
hangs full here. And about from where you're currently standing, maybe 400 feet away through this field, you all see a domain, a, a home, a, a manor lit from the inside. I hate this place. <laughs> Looks cool as hell. Sweet background to include into the video, I guess. Hi. <laughs> this place seems welcoming. Remember what Shion said. I'm just gonna follow Shion's lead on this. Never turn your back and bow before we leave. Uh, and with that, quick aside, I'd like to use my coordinate feature. Okay. Uh, so it's a DC 8 plus 1 for each ally I'm targeting, so I'm going to target everybody. So 13 intelligence check. Fuck. Never mind, I guess. Uh, Shion hasn't said anything, but she is, again, once again, uh, pressing forward. Ozuku's just going to follow closely behind Shion. Shion, too. Takumi will wait and uh, head last behind everyone else. Aminari will stick next to Gion. Alright. You all head forward together. As you pass through this field, the spider lilies move and are swaying also in the breeze while also with your footsteps as you see these red petals beginning to follow after you just moving up and on the breeze carried carried on the wind and doesn't take you too long nothing seems to disturb you as you get to the entrance of this place it's front entrance open you see within candles lit lining a walkway toward a closed door a single path though there are others seemingly to other rooms and hallways but this is the only one that's lit as we follow the path should we announce ourselves or just follow the light just follow the light well, you heard her. Let's follow. Down the hall. Mm-hmm. Yep, we smoothing. Continuing on. We smoothing. All right. You all smooth in. <laughs> uh, and you follow the candles as behind you the door shuts you approach and you find yourself in front of this screen door and on it is the a depiction of a spider lily grasped in two hands the door is currently closed 
I'm assuming it has like a wooden edge. Mm -hmm. Um, I will knock on it. Just ever so slightly. You knock. The candles dim for a moment. Then flare. You hear a voice on the other side. Who are you? Yon of the Yuki. I come to speak with you. The door slides open. The room is dark beyond it. Nothing lit, pitch black. Who steps inside? Well, the rest of you do. Follow closely. Isaku also follows. Take a step in after Gigi does. Do I get the sense that I should probably say my name too? That's up to all of you. Everyone who entered this room without saying their name is when I just get punched in the face. <laughs> <laughs> Revenge, Sharky. <laughs> <laughs> I have oh, yeah. an idea. Sakiko, when entering the room, she will say that her name is Sakiko before giving a like a respectful bow before going in. And I will bow as well. Osuku's just gonna like hear everybody around them introducing themselves and just be like Kosuku Namikaze and sort of like give this like gingerly like half bow. Just kinda go to Kaminari and Takuma. Yeah. Uh he's gonna kinda hesitate in his step in and look to the rest in. <laughs> Uh, Kaminari of the Saratobi and give a bow to them and finish his like walk forward and his step forward Akamehane sighs and reaches up to his mouth and pulls the reed out and looks at the door frame steps through Takame Nada And he's still a half step behind everyone. He sort of nods his head. As the last bow leaves to Kenny's lips, a ring of candles lights. And you all see there now. This room is beautiful but old. Tapestries of white and red. Decorations, perhaps eons ago. And sitting there in the center, you see a red robed figure. Again, the fashion of it is far older than anything you all have. Red veil over the face, feminine, you think. 
as you were before seer. So now it's real quick, Kip. Is there supposed to be music? No. Okay. Um, since she was the first to announce herself and open the door uh, or come in, Shun will take a very hesitant, not hesitant, um, small step forward. She doesn't want to get too close. And she bows from her waist for a second before standing up straight again. We come to you seeking knowledge. Should you deem us worthy to share? As you step a bit, as you step a bit closer, you get a better look at her. You can't see her face, but you can see the the underside of her jaw and her lips as she turns her head towards you, and you're not sure if she has eyes or not. Black hair beneath the veil. But she seems to be looking at you. You come in search of knowledge. You have done well to pass the road of the dead. I did not think there were those who still abided by the old ways to reach me. Perhaps people fear death, but I do not. I can see it on you. Death is rooted in you. She doesn't turn her eyes down because she knows that that would be a, an impolite gesture, but she really has to fight against that. You are. You know Fushin. <laughs> I can see your life before me like a tapestry. Adopted granddaughter. Well, you see a slight smile beneath the hood, the veil. I will answer your question for a price. As the candles around dim a bit and it is more welcoming in a moment. You know all that we are, and all that we have. Name your purpose. Gold and silver, tarnish in a road. Man-made creations, they are but rust to me. If you would seek my knowledge, she holds out her hand. What I require is time. Osuku's gonna just reach out, take her hand, and he's just gonna, you know, politely but firmly 
Just be like, if you want time, I will gladly give you what I have. You feel her hand. I'm sorry, go ahead, Takami. Takami will push through the other members of the group and put his hand over top of Kosaku's, also grasping the seer's hand. Dion does the same. Not alone, you won't. Yeah, we will walk up and put her hand on top of them as well. Well, Sakuko's gonna do that too. So much was taken. But this we give. And the Discord chat. Yeah, it's pure pressure because if Kalinari doesn't, he's an asshole. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Kalinari. <No. laughs> Just put his hand on. It's like. It's like, all right, fine, we want to do this, but I'm going to complain the whole time. <laughs> fine, I'll do it, but I'm going to complain about it. <laughs> yeah, Kaminari's going to put his hand over everybody's, too. At least we could do is divide it up. With everyone's passive insight here, you see genuine surprise on her face, as if no one has ever tried to share the price before but that surprise does become a gentle smile as you all feel not like before with the wandering spirits that were clawing at your minds this one seems almost it's much smoother and gentle respectful almost like someone looking through the book of your lives You all see a single tear drop from her cheek as she looks to the tragedies you endured, feeling them from your perspectives. Now, above game, the price. You can choose to give anywhere from one to ten years off of your life. The more you give, the more she will tell you. So this is, in effect, shortening your lifespan by a number of years. Okay, okay. I was... Ten years. I was gonna ask. This isn't a, like, you become 30, it's like you die ten no, years No, no, no. <laughs> It's on the tail end of your life, basically. Like it's counting mm. backwards. Huh? Yeah, if she oh, didn't get if she, if she didn't do it first, Kaminari will give ten. So everybody else now feels pressured to give ten. Oh no! <laughs> she would have given most of Akame her life. Mutters under his breath. Shinobi's days are always numbered as it is. What is ten years when you don't know when death is coming? Only ten years sooner than a human child. Peer pressure. I mean, technically, if like we're getting the info, you don't have to give that much. <sighs> you make me look bad. Ten. <laughs> peer pressure. Peer pressure. 
I believe that's 60 years. You all give 60 years. You watch as you see the chakra flare in all of your hands as it is pulled into her arm, the veins of her arm shining blue as your vitality fills her. There is a slight exhale as the giving subsides. You all feel a little woozy, but she nods as she lets all of your hands go. And I'll say, Kosko, you touch your hand first. Her hand is cold. But as you touch her hand, you do feel more warmth returning to her. And you all see her pale features begin to have more life to them. She rests her hand back onto her lap, facing all of you kind of on this raised um, dais. Ask your question. You've looked back at our lives. The attack on our village. We wish to find the men responsible for it. For too long, they have been allowed to simply exist. Beneath her veil, there is a flash of light, a glow from her eyes. As she says, one revels in his ill-gotten gains. A betrayal complete. A life of luxury he enjoys now. A village left behind. Another scorned, hateful. A desire for the ends of others. Black sand collects upon ice. The last one you see her furrow her brow. I've got to roll something for that. I hope that's a good thing. <laughs> that was his defense, right? That was right? actually your old natural. Oh, oh thank God. <laughs> she combusts. No, I'm kidding. Oh, no. <laughs> Just, oh, well. Is she gonna, I, don't think I want she'll, my ears back. I don't think she'll be able to collect that at this point. It's like... You see her lean forward, almost as if she is tilting her head, like trying to peer deeper into something. You all feel the candles grow even dimmer, barely a flicker. Her breath catches for a second. Ill, omen. One who walks 
Where are you? You see her eyes almost, you see her eyes, almost like they're scanning over all of you, but you realize she's not here with you all right now. She's following something else. One who walks between the dead and the living, but he is not whole. He continues to search. Powerful bloodlines, clans, sacrifices. Her vision comes back to her with all of you here. You walk a dangerous path. Far more than I think you are aware. Would you, still knowing this, continue your hunt for those who have wronged you? Until my dying breath. Yes. These men are a plague upon this world. And that plague must be eradicated. She nods. You see her reach out her hand, and all of you almost simultaneously feel almost like a thumb pressed against your forehead where your third eye would be as your vision is carried up through the clouds. You hear her voice all around you. The one, the betrayer, lives a life of stolen luxury toward the ocean. You see flashes of this man, but laughing as he is throwing Rio about living the life of a king. Kosku, you recognize him. Your vision shifts, racing through the sky. You see ice, snow. The one who carries hatred walks in the land to the north. You all see there, back to you, facing an aurora borealis, a black-haired man to him you can never forget black sand collected around his form as he looks over his shoulder seemingly at all of you before your vision is ripped again and then you see smoke darkness a blasted landscape you can barely see in front of your in front of you and, and everything here is cloaked in darkness, but you realize you're following someone as both as Kosku and Shion. Shion, you see him 
the monk, one hand up, seemingly in prayer, as he walks this barren land. You feel the tether to him, that curse in your belly. You feel him pause. You feel him look back towards you. No, toward Shion. And you see a smile, a recognition as he opens his arms in welcome. As your visions rip back, you will find yourselves standing before the seer. Akame's brow is furrowed, his skin clammy, and he's in a cold sweat. But I don't recognize the third. Hyeon's head has gone down, but and her entire body is shaking. Where? Where was he? Where was that? Please, please tell me. He walked the underworld, dear girl. No place any living mortal should go. If he's going to hide in the shadows, I guess we must be the one to bring him into the light, shall we? Akami smirks, hearing Kaminari's words. If he walks in the shadows, he's a fool, but they're no friend of his. Takami will kneel down and get his head under Shion's arm and help her to her feet. She has hot trails of tears just running down her face. And her teeth are just clenched in rage. But she can't speak. Thank you. See her. Yes, I believe I speak for all of us when I say that this information is more than we could have asked for. She, she smiles sadly. You can probably assume she recognizes the resolve. You are welcome, but please... The path you walk is... I wish not to see you also in the underworld prematurely. Osuku's gonna... Like, through gritted teeth, just be like... That's alright. They'll have to catch us first. And even if he does, some of us have reunions waiting there. 
after what he did to our village. We're going to make sure he's not down there by choice. Anyone that wants can give me a... I'll say a general charisma check. And this is zero modifier. <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> At least you have a modifier. I'm rolling this shit flat. Hell yeah. Buddy. It's a five. It's fine. We have Gigi backing us up. Yeah. Oh. Sorry, bud. You only got one worse than me, and I have a four modifier. <laughs> Let's go. Yeah, that all tracks. Yeah, <laughs> yeah go Gigi. That's she owns. She's the baby. I have no modifier. This is not right. <laughs> I, I don't either. We are not a charismatic bunch. Not at all. Um, I, I would say plus four. I would say given she on something. I can't say that, but roll with advantage for reason. For reasons. Okay. Grandma. Are you serious? <laughs> I got two sixteens. I'll take it. You'll take your sixteen, and you will like. It. Yeah. Right. D20's like, no, I said 16. <laughs> you all see her extend extend out her hand again. And within it, you see operate a spider lily. Then, if you would walk this path, it has been some time since I've had such guests as you. My home is welcome to you if you need to rest. We'll take that offer into into heart. I'll walk up and take the offered flower and bow again. Thank you for this gesture. She smiles. Above game, this is a once a day essential use of the Magnificent Mansion, but it is tied to her domain. Oh, yeah. Nice. And so, uh, Shion will wipe the tears from her face as she attempts to get a hold of herself. And Gigi's taking the flower, but Shion offers her hand out to the seer. She looks at you. She will take it. Covers the top of her hand with her other. And bows deeply. Unlike when Takami came in and only gave the slight nod of his head, he will follow Shion's lead and match her bow. Aminari oh will God. do the same truly understand what this means to me, to us. You. She looks to all of you and you you hear her voice catch almost as if she's going to cry. And for all the warnings your grandfather gave you, this seer does not seem like a monster at all. They seem 
as if if they were from one of these fallen civilizations, they were simply forgotten. Maybe tied to this place. And the respect you have shown and the earnestness of your words has moved them. As you see her grasp your hand as well and smiles. Be careful, all of you. Please. We'll try. We have a mission. And that mission comes with its dangers. I know. Must live long enough to do what I must do. So, yes. With that, she lets your hand go. Shona rises again. Finally. So let me ask all of you now. You know the instruction. Bow and back away. Always facing her. Do you do that? Sakiko keeping to instructions. Yeah. And also she learned that's respectful in like a dojo. I really hate to botch this at like the last moment of this meeting. So we're going to Connor's going to bow in do the backwards walk. And yes, Gian same. Gian's used to this with her dad, so doesn't even doesn't even have to break eye contact with her, just walks out of the room. Yeah, Shion will do the same. Trying to keep that respect. As everyone else backs out, Takumi will reach into his pack and pull out a gourd. Seer. One last thing, if you could. She looks at you. Tell me about this. She furrows her brow. How did you get that? When these men attacked our village, it was left behind, but it seemed to be something that the monk was searching for. That is a fragment of the gourd that the king of Oni, Shuten Doji, once had. Akami will furrow his brow. It, it can offer you strength, but at cost to yourself, please. It is a dangerous item. The monk knows of these or seeks these. Maybe worse than we thought. Takami will offer his hand out again. Please, if you need more for this information, take what you wish. She takes your hand and places her other hand over it. You have given enough, Shadow Walker. Takami will bow and back out of the room. Thank you. As you all bow out, you see the candles, two at a time, being put out as the last flickers. 
put out and she is gone. And as the door closes, you all find yourself standing in front of the Tory Gate. Back in your world. Kaminari is going to uh, place a hand on Shion's shoulder. Just kind of a reassuring, just a reassuring touch. He nods slightly. But with that, you all have your heading. Who do you pursue first? The one. I'd say the rich guy. Yeah, he seems the least prepared, focused on his riches. I think Kaigakure is the closest to. We seek out the traitor first. Scarecrow. He's the one that let them in. Then he'll be the first to pay the price. And she starts walking. We don't have to walk walk that path of spooky again, do we? Okay, cool. He, he shook his head no. No, you okay. all are outside all right, the gate. <laughs> oh, right there in the same room. I was really confused for a second. <laughs> I was like, we don't have a video call going. Just, how do you know that? Yeah, yeah, you all are on the uh, outside back in your world. You're not through the <laughs> the spooky go- door. Okay, good. Is there even a door here? No. So the it gate. could be. Okay. It probably disappeared, I'd yeah, assume. Tori is kind of like a gate or door. I was just like... <sighs> How can Eric see Kevin? Oh, they're in the same room. <laughs> Literally five feet from each other. But target chosen. With that, do you all set out? What's the uh, point of day? Like, does it still seem like it's relatively daytime? Actually, you know what? I'll say at this point, you got some travel in a hot minute. I'll say you are hitting night, so you could set up camp here if you like. You get a feeling around this Tory gate that you have one of these spider lilies that gives you access to this demi plane, essentially. You are, it's all like, almost like this site here is hallowed, like you're protected here. Oh, then yeah, that'd be a good place to set up camp. You. Yeah. Let's rest for the night. Yep. Is there any, like, sources of water around here? Yeah, there's a book nearby. Okay. So we're settling in for the night. I'd like to pull out a ninja scroll. And use my hunter pattern backup plans. And okay. pull an old version of a bingo book out of it. As old as it'll let me. Yeah, and you can do that. I'd like to start flipping through that one to see if the monk is in there. Since he appears in the underworld, perhaps he was an inn that has already been taken care of once and that's no longer in the bingo book. <laughs> I like this. Okay. Let me roll a luck check. Luck check? Luck. Ah. Yeah. It's on brand. No, that's good, actually. 
Oh, that's not on brand. <laughs> that's not on brand, no. <laughs> you, as everyone's setting up camp and night's falling, you take a moment and look through this bingo book. This is an old one. This is like one of the, back when the villagers got founded old. But you look through it. And you say, it's, you know, you see a bunch of more uh, traditional depictions of how people looked back then, all their older clothing. Um, as you're kind of looking through, you stop because you do see a familiar face. It's the monk. Akami mm. will devour everything on that page and commit it to memory. You see, this is a monk who was back in the age of the first breath. Had no clan or anything like that. He's just a seemingly regular monk, but he was one who had been a key part in helping to put away not just the three great evils, but also uh, plenty of their generals and commanders and all kinds of awful beings. A master of sealing jutsus. Um, in fact, you learn through this that the Reaper Death Seal, in which you summon the death itself to pull someone's soul through your body to seal it into its belly, was invented by him. And it said, no one knows why, but this monk had join the other side almost out of the blue he turned against the gods he turned against the their children and their people and how he did this was the he nearly wiped out the growing civilization of that time by opening all of these locked demons and oni and foxes that he put away all at once in the center of this civilization. And he was put down seemingly, as description says, and you have to kind of read it twice, he was put down by Matarasu herself. She banished him to the underworld screaming to his death. And the name you can see above depicting this drawn figure is Kashin Koji. As he finishes reading, the book from its age starts to crumble and sort of turns to dust in his hands. Takumi will furrow his brow. 
and begin to think as he rolls over in his bedroll and attempts to sleep that night. As you all set up camp around the story gate, minds racing about your targets, new knowledge gained, your hunt still lies before you. But it's what you were trained to do. Bring justice to these three men. The traitor. The hate-filled one. And he who walks between life and death. And that is what we're going to call it. Whoa. Nice. Ooh. Good shit, buddy. Whoa. Yeah. Good sesh. Yeah. <laughs> very spooky. And very spooky. <laughs> <laughs> That's the old ways, baby. <laughs> Just in time. My headset's about to die. <laughs> go plug in your uh go plug in your headset. Like these little uh, post-session things in the videos. Yeah. A little more levity at like, the table. But uh, whenever you're ready... Here in my writing. Whenever you're ready also, Kev, you can do your post-credit thing. Oh! <laughs> sure! Oh no. There's another one? Oh, oh no. If we want to... Do we want to do one at the end of each episode? Or do you just want to leave people waiting for the next one? I like the idea of it, if Kev has something. Kev definitely I do. sounds like he has something. <laughs> <laughs> I fully have something, yeah. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Muting up, then. All right, I guess we'll mute up and let Kevin take the episode out. Twisting. Darkness. Ebbing and flowing. Skulls, innumerable, beneath his feet. Lost souls, crawling on their hands and knees for rest, but never will find it. A monk stands there. A momentary vision granted. Someone was looking for him. He smiles at the thought, feeling that tether. The curse he placed upon that woman all those years ago now. Her hatred it festers, seasoning the meat. Yes, all of them. Getting stronger, stepping closer. He savors the weight, savors the hunt. Soon. They would see each other again.
as he lifts his hand. A soul was pulled to him, face stretched in the mist of its form. <laughs> Did you see your beloved comes for me? <laughs> the soul can say nothing. <laughs> she and those who have tied themselves to her will make for appetizing sacrifices. And then, oh, and then, the burning pupils of his, they're like coals, look toward the sea of souls. And within that sea, far, in the underworld, a sarcophagus chained and bound by celestial might. <laughs> 